Chris and Mindy took time from their busy lives for an Orange Sox interview about their son Camden. When prenatal tests revealed that Camden had spina bifida, hydrocephaly, and clubbed feet, their high-risk doctor encouraged them to have an abortion. I met Camden during the interview. In fact, it's him you hear interrupting his parents during our time together, just like any other two-year-old would do. I'm glad they didn't follow that advice, and so are they. Tell me about when you found out that Camden had issues, and what were your reactions? He was our fourth, so it was just a routine ultrasound, and it took a long time. She was spending a lot of time on the brain and on the back, but I just assumed nothing was wrong and went home. And our doctor called us that night and said he should probably sit down for the news. Um, he said we did find some things and proceeded to tell us that Camden's spine hadn't closed all the way at the bottom, so that was showed the sign of the spina bifida birth defect. And there was also dilation on his brain, uh, which was a sign of hydrocephalus. Um, I had placenta previa, and then it was, it was just a whirlwind. I didn't really know what to say. I just, I remember saying, I think, I don't know what any of that means, but I know that it's gonna be okay. And our doctor was great through the whole thing. Um, you know, he believed in the same thing as us, that babies come the way they're supposed to. And so I had a lot of peace with going to him. Um, but then he sent us to a high-risk doctor, and that was a completely different experience. Um, that doctor also found that he had club feet in both feet. And he was the one that told us over and over that we had up till 26 weeks in Vegas to abort him and that he probably wasn't going to have a great quality of life. Um, hydrocephalus was going to be brain damage. I wasn't going to walk and all the worst case scenarios. And so that's when things got a little just unsure, not knowing how, how things were going to turn out. Um, but he did give us the option of doing a fetal surgery in utero. And that's what we ended up doing. Our hopes were that going in and closing up Camden's back would prevent more nerve damage to his exposed nerves um, for the rest of the 20 weeks that I carried him. So we did that and that was a miracle. And we ended up delivering him at 32 weeks, five days. So he came early, but he's been amazing ever since. Um, he hasn't had to have a shunt for his hydrocephalus. He did, um, two weeks after the fetal surgery, actually, um, he had what was called a Chiari malformation. And that's where his brain was being pulled down into his spine. And he had the worst grade of it in utero, but after the fetal surgery, it went back up to, I believe it's zero. Grade one. Grade one, which yeah, which was awesome. He doesn't walk yet. We've casted him for his club feet, but he's seriously changed our family in ways that we're so grateful for. <laughs> um, at first, we were scared. We kind of went through the, you know, being scared and then not really knowing what this was. And so we made the mistake of doing research online. And I quickly found out that wasn't the best way to get answers. And so for me, it was just the unsure. And then um, I got kind of tangled up in a lot of the research. And then I found peace when we found our um, our Facebook group and people that had been through the fetal surgery were able to answer questions and kind of put our minds at ease about, you know, his outcome is going to be great. There's, there's nothing um, that is impossible in this situation. You don't have to feel uh, helpless. So we got a, a great deal of hope once we connected with that group. So, What has been the hardest thing for you? I think the hardest thing for me the whole time I was carrying him was just not knowing how he was going to come. 
Because with spina bifida, they call it the snowflake birth defect. Every single child is different. There's no two the same. They're all affected differently. So it was hard for me to just not know that and to not have control over, okay, this is what we can expect when he's born. And I mean, even now, we still don't know what things are going to be like in a couple of years. We just take it day by day, month by month, year by year. And he just, I think all parents with spina bifida kids can share the same thing that doctors can't diagnose the joy you feel and they can't diagnose how much these kids just overcome everything that they're told they can't. Mm, the hardest, um, probably for me, um, is watching him go through surgeries. And um, when his first year of life, um, it was just a lot of appointments, doctor appointments. Um, I would take him weekly to get his feet casted and just, I don't know, watching him go through that, getting him taken off, going, he had, he's had tendon releases and, you know, the brain surgery, like you can't get prepared for watching your kid get rolled off to the OR. So that's probably been the hardest for me, but it's been nice because ever since we bring him home, he's just back to his happy self. But the appointments are probably a little rough and still not knowing. We still don't know if he'll ever walk, but we try. <laughs> I guess it, I have the both. I see what she goes through with, with all of the, um, medical records and things that need to be sent around to, to get different coverage. And um, I see how happy he is. And it's been amazing to me to just be able to focus on the things that he that he does and the happiness that he does have and how we've learned that, you know, his walking is not going to bring joy to his life. His joy is, is from all the other things he's able to do. Um, we hope that he can have the option to walk a little bit if he wants to and with a walker. But um, I guess since I've been able to not focus so much on, well, he may not walk, um, the most difficult has been just seeing kind of Mindy go through it. And, um, you know, Camden is so happy. So it's hard for me to really focus on one real negative about having him. I can see how delightful Camden is. Uh, tell me about the joys you have experienced. I think the joy that he brings to everybody around him has been really cool. You know, I understand, like, from before him, kind of the uncomfortableness a little bit in seeing children with disabilities and not knowing exactly how to interact. Um, but now having Camden, you see the opposite of, please come talk to him, come see how happy he is, come ask ask him questions. You know, don't, don't be scared. And he does, like at grocery stores, he talks to everybody around him. And so I think that, like, I, I feel like his mission is to bring light to the world and just to make people happy because that's what he does for us. And seeing him when he's casted or when he's had things that doctors have, you know, put him through, he doesn't care. He doesn't let him get him down. So, it, like, for example, um, the last round of casting he had done, he was about one and he had already learned how to crawl. And then he got cast put on. And I was so worried about that. I thought this is going to just completely tear him down. But he figured out another way to crawl. And he always finds a way around something and doesn't get down about it. So it's been a lesson for us, for sure. One of the biggest joys has been just being with him. And I feel it when I'm with him. I feel the light that he brings to the world and to my life. He's always just happy. And so I definitely feel that. And then when we take him around, I, I forget sometimes because when I'm not with him, you know, people just go about their business. But when I'm with him, I get to see the best in people. And I get to see people's compassion and human kindness at the highest level because people truly care. I feel like our society truly cares about these, these kids that have challenges. And I get to see it in their eyes and their faces when they, they come up and they kind of want to know and want to shake his hand and, um, yeah, it's not too common to see a two-year-old wheeling around in his wheelchair, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, and she's, she has a friend who said that it's kind of like, um, 
taking a clown around with you. Everybody's so interested. They're like, people are like, wow, that's that's a clown. I want to see that. That's cute. I want to look at it. <laughs> um, and so we've we've embraced the positive side of um, instead of you know being embarrassed or wondering what they're thinking. We we just try to look at they're being kind to us and they're being kind to Camden. So. So tell me how Camden has impacted those around him. How hasn't he? <laughs> um, you know, it's I've I've had concerns. I think as he gets older, um, noticing that he's different. I, you know, I always worry about that day where he's like, "Why can't I run after my older siblings?" But I've seen, and I feel like we're so lucky to have him because our older kids are eight, six, and five, and they they're his biggest fan and. They've never treated him different. They've always included him in everything they do. And I think it's brought out um, an understanding and compassion in them in how to embrace other children at school or out in society that have disabilities. They already have that love for them from Camden. And I think he's definitely unified us. Um, he has definitely increased our family's faith just from everything we went through to bring him here. There were a lot of miracles that happened. And I believe it's from a lot of prayers and it strengthened our faith in God's plan for us and our family. And he's he's definitely changed us all for the better. Yeah. Like all of our children have, it's it's rounded us out. And this is a I feel like there was a part of my heart and a capacity to love that wasn't there before him. And once we had him, it's like my heart grew a little bit bigger. And so he's made me a more compassionate person. And so the amount of gratitude I have that he has changed me is, is pretty profound. I also think he's shown us there's nothing that we can't handle. There's nothing too hard that we can't handle. Just watching what he goes through, but also just what we've all gone through, really, with him, along with him. It wasn't just him, but us as a family. Like, um, his last month before he was born, um, my water was already broken. So I was in the hospital for a whole month, and I wasn't able to be with Chris and the other kids and it went, it went all the way through December, through Christmas and everything. And there were so many low points of that where I was like, this can't get any harder, but you, we have always made it through. And so I think it's, it's really shown us there's nothing too hard, there's nothing that we can't handle together. What advice would you give others who find themselves in similar circumstances? I always tell them that God is in control over what any doctor tells you. and kind of forget what they tell you and just know that no matter how your child comes, you are going to love them more than you can even imagine. And you will have doctor appointments and things, but together you'll make it through and you'll have a strength given to you that you've never experienced before. Um, and your child will amaze you with everything they will do and know that they will conquer everything that is told that they can't do. They will. So be excited for that day you get to hold them. You know, I never tell them it will be easy, but it won't be easy, but it will always be worth it. I would tell it. them to um, find comfort and peace in the things that you can be sure of. That, you know, you're the things that you have control over, and that is just your perspective and your focus and your attitude. Um, I think if you try to figure out all the unknowns about the diagnosis and try to uh, speculate about how your child is gonna is gonna end up when they finally do come, um, that's where the fear is, is is in the unknown. 
And if you can find peace in just the things that we can control, we have today, we have this next appointment, we have this moment to, to focus on what we can do best for our child. And with, with us, there were so many unknowns that I think that's where I got the most stressed and worried and, and fearful. Um, but when I just focused on, like, like Mindy said, uh, you know, my, my Heavenly Father and my, my faith and the miracles that we were seeing and all the people around us that loved us and were serving us, everything changed. My perspective changed and we were able to get him here safely and, and I got to see the best in so many people around me. So I would say just enjoy the ride, and have, have faith um, and, and be at peace. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Definitely find a group, connect with other families for sure. We got to meet a family um, before the fetal surgery. I think seeing their child was a turning point for us. Yeah. I appreciate learning so many words of wisdom from Chris and Mindy. They have certainly done what Chris advised and found peace in what they could control. And what Mindy said, that it won't be easy, but it will be worth it. <laughs>